Thank you for joining us for another night of Dungeons & Dragons. I am, as always, your host and Dungeon Master, Kenny. I have with me my entire party, Sans our Warlock. He won't be joining us tonight. But, um, so, yeah, everyone else is here, starting with our bard. Hello, I'm Lauren. I'm playing Bala, the Asimar Bard. Our druid. Hey, this is Clay playing Correct the Erico Druid. Our Barbarian. Hey, this is Coop playing Pahokwi, the Yakfolk Barbarian. The Rogue. Who's on push to talk? I wasn't. I, I just said it. I said, didn't I say the Rogue? No. No. Well, the Rogue. Okay, well, now I'm talking. Hi, this is Elise. I play Leonara, the Furbolg Rogue. And the fighter. Hey, this is Nick playing Nalos, the Triton fighter. I'm keeping all that in, by the way. Because I want to see the like five listeners be like, no, we totally said it. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, okay, yeah. well, none of us heard it. <laughs> right. Okay, so... Um, you guys all just sort of we walked away rolled credits for um you guys partying with the local militia tonight i believe so let's go right back to that point um basically there's uh not really like a big central bonfire kind of like how you partied before with the yak folk how they did it more of there's a series of small campfires around like the central part of town and so a lot of, like, cliques of people are conglomerating. But you notice that there's less than 100 people in this town. And granted, this town is not super huge, but that, some, that does seem to be really underrepresentative for how many people should be living in this town. Okay. Well. Um... Woo! Party! Right. Yeah, I'm ready to celebrate a victory I had no part in. <laughs> Woohoo! Yeah, man, they could have used your help. Yeah. These things happen. Bobby. That's all right. It's okay. We scraped by. Yeah. Nobody's an amputee this time. <laughs> Necro came close. That's true. I mean, a little. But... He did get run through. So, does anyone have any special interactions that they want to try and do before I tell you what happens? Um, I guess I'm gonna, I'm just gonna get some drink. Well, there's plenty of drink to be had. There's several kegs of ale and wine being offered by uh, people who have raided the tavern that does not have the tavern keep in it. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I'm gonna definitely uh, drink and feast and and whatnot for well, sure. The, the libations and the food are plentiful, but they're all really basic. So you know, like a bunch of the local militia recently caught some small game today, and that's kind of like the big ticket item on the table. You get the feeling that this was a great success and a victory, no doubt, but without the the lifeblood of the township being here with having how many people uh, 
evacuated. It can't it it can't help but feel that it's like kind of like celebrating in a ghost town. Um can can I see the the person that's in I guess that's sort of like in charge here? Can I get an idea of who that would be right now? Yeah, you presume it was the captain of the guard, that sort of okay. you know, war scarred fella that you talked with a couple of times. Uh, so I, I would like to go over to him and just ask, so what what do you guys plan to do now? Like, how are you going to rebuild from hey, what Brendan. has apparently happened? So he first extends a flagon towards you to cheers if you have anything with you to libate. I have some water and I'll yeah. drink some of that. So he, he takes a big old celebratory gulp and then says, well, there's the natural business of getting all the evacuated townsfolk back, but this will be tricky. And actually, I meant to talk to you about this before, well, the wine got too thick in my blood. But uh, now is just as good as any time. I might need to ask more of you and your friends. You see, the druid circles that live in this forest, they what live in the, the towns forest? are weak. I'm sorry? What lives in the forest? The druid circles. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, when the towns look weak, they have been known to try and take control. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. they will undoubtedly have caught the smell of blood in the air. And if we don't have a militia or something to hold the borders of the town, well, even though I've just become crowned governor, I might not be able to keep my township for very long. Uh, so hearing all of this, Nalus is just not even like trying to be sneaky about it. Just be like, crack, can you smell blood? <laughs> uh, well, I'm not a shark. So <laughs> today. But <laughs> I I suppose if I uh, took a good whiff, I could probably smell it. Yeah. Oh. Man, I thought you druids were all like wonderfully nice people. You wouldn't hurt a fly. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, there's there's some bad druids out there. You don't you don't want to mess with them. Oh. So. All right. So. Uh, yeah. Most most druids are nice folk. I hear some of them will even slice your throat in your sleep. Can you imagine? <laughs> Can't imagine it. Uh, oh no. So to, the, um, <laughs> to the governor, I'd like to ask, like, um, how long would you need a um, a militia protection for this village? Um, you know, we have other important duties. He, he regards and says, well, in all honesty, all that I would need you to do is travel to the south. The evacuation orders were that all townspeople of Alto to head to the intersection south of here. There's a tavern at that intersection. And they're supposed to set up camp just off the road until word comes that they can come home. That's a really inefficient system. I vote that next time you create a a uh, a bunch of different like fires 
consecutively so that when you have a message, the first person lights the fire and then it signals to them that way. We're familiar with beacons. Yes. But we're in a forest. (laughs) How far do those carry? I don't know. As far as you need it to go. He looks at you and goes, Do you fancy archery? No. I like to get up close and personal. And he sort of rolls his eyes and throws his hands up in the air since you're like clearly walking around his metaphor. And he goes, my point is, if you're standing in the middle of the forest and you shoot a bow east, you'll pass a few trees, sure, but you'll hit a tree pretty soon. If I set a fire, even a controlled one, to signal someone miles away... That fire won't reach more than 10, 20 trees. Do you expect me to have a series of hundreds of these signal fires? No, I expect you to have beacons and people manning the beacons. Those have to be really tall. The trees here are gigantic. It's almost impossible to breach the canopy of Fellwood. Oh, shit, we were told about that, too. Like, we can't go that high. Okay, well then, here's my second suggestion. Birds. Messenger pigeons. He looks back to Nala. Pigeons are dumb. Points at... You don't anywhere here. The the captain of the guard, I guess governor, uh, looks to Nala and points at Leonara with his mug before he takes another sip of wine and goes, These furbugs. You can't reason. I can't reason. It's okay. Like, sits down. He seems to be quite drunk. So basically, you just need us to go south quickly. Tell your people, hey, everything is okay now. Please come back before things get bad again. Well, I'm not worried of things going bad. The only reason I ask you all to do this is because I can't spare the men to do it. I could send a small group of people to go send the message, but if they were apprehended on the road by anything, well, that would make me risk men, and you all seem to be able to turn aside a small army of lizard folk. So, why not ask you to do it? Makes so, sense. if we did this, say we needed you to I don't know. Swear fealty to the capital. Would you agree to do this in exchange for all the services that we render? Uh, um, do you have it? The paper? The, the, the contract? Uh, who has the contract? I do. I give a little thumb point to Leonara. Do you produce the contract? I do. But first, I want to spend a minute writing a quick paragraph about messenger pigeons and about how useful they could be in this moment and uh, subtly slip it in there and then hand it over for him to look at. So you, we you should meddle with a magical contract. Yeah, you attempt to <laughs> add that to the contract? No, no, it was just a little bit... Uh, uh, I don't want to add it to the contract, but just to like 
note for him to look at to, to think about for the future. So a separate piece of paper about yeah. the prowess of messenger pigeons. Yep. Prowess. All right, that's going to take a little bit of time to do. So you can do that while he's doing whatever he's going to interact with the contract. Fine. I wanted him to like come across it while perusing the contract, but... But not be on the same paper. You wanted something yep. that's impossible. No, I wanted to, like, you know how when somebody hands you a stack of paper and there's an extra little bit of paper slipped in there, and then you turn the page and you go, oh, what's this little thing that just fell out? Yeah, but you're not offering you... him a book, you're offering him a single paper. You can't hide a piece of paper in a single piece of paper. You just have two papers. I don't know how long the contract was. Well, it's a contract. Um... It's a single piece of paper. <laughs> Have you seen some of the laws and contracts that yeah, exist in the in world? Th in this uh, okay, real world? I give him, him the single piece of paper contract. And Un unadulterated? Him, yes. Unchanged. Right. And then I grumble about messenger pigeons while he reads it. Okay. He looks it over and immediately, almost, he looks over his shoulder and just like yells, Findolas! Fendolas! And this sort of goes for on for probably too long. And uh, a much more sober and slightly manic-looking uh, elf trots over. A, a much younger person, mind you. Not a child, but youthful. Um, and, they, and they say, what is, it, what is it that you need? And he sort of has a little interaction where the governor hands him the contract and asks him to tell me how bad it is like what's the damage and so the elf takes a second looks over the contract pulls a little monocle out it's very cute uh a moment later sort of reading through it then goes well you'd be bequeathing the governance of the kingdom to you yourself and your heirs but you would swear a full encompassing fealty to the capital, and by approximation, whoever owns the throne of that capital. In this current case, Chet. Sorry, Chet. I don't know why I fucked that up. And so the guy like looks at you all and goes, says, Quill? Anyone have a quill? I have a quill. I hand him a quill. Uh, is it inked? Yes. Okay. He takes the contract from the elf assistant, who then turns around and he like sloppily signs it on the uh, servant's back. Um, the moment he finishes his signature and be like holding the contract in one hand and like takes it off the person's back and turns to hand you the quill, a uh, black smoke begins to aura around the the, the contract. And a skeletal hand gently, but quickly, grasps the contract and it disappears. Ooh. Huh. <laughs> well, I guess that's just how it goes. Yeah. Always so flashy. <laughs> and he goes, well, I guess that's done. Um, will you tell the people to come home? 
we need sure. people to work the farms and oh certainly i don't, I don't yeah, know if you've noticed but the militia i have here not very good farmers <laughs> all good we can go ahead and set out and tell your people to come home and do whatever they do i don't know when do you guys want to leave Mm, tomorrow wow. morning. Well, uh, the party's only getting sober. started. <laughs> yeah. All right. We have to we'll celebrate our victory. Yeah. Okay. I spend the rest of the evening drunkenly writing out a business plan for a, a messenger pigeon outpost in this town. Oh my god, are you going to start an actual business right now? That would be amazing. I'm almost surprised it. that you weren't like, get the tax system going. <laughs> Taxation is theft. No, 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 not taxes. The tax <laughs> system. Ow. Anyway, uh... So, okay, just overall, everyone's just going to enjoy the, the night. Yes, yeah. but Nalus is going to, to avoid drinking any alcohol. It's been a rough day. He's just, I don't know, the idea that there could be druids walking on up to us. And he just, he's a little little cautious tonight. Sure. I'm going to decide to drink enough for Nalos as well. <laughs> okay. You want to give You're me a good a friend, Hoakley. <laughs> what was that? You want to give me a con save with disadvantage? I do. Uh, <laughs> this is seven. Okay. So the the night's very pleasant. Uh, lots of people are really glad you guys, you know, did that thing when you saved the town. Um, plenty of people don't seem to give a care that they've sworn fealty to Chet and the capital city. They don't care. They're far enough away. It's not a problem to them. Care when I unite them with the power of messenger pigeons. <laughs> um, <laughs> everyone seems to have a good a good time. There's a couple of like people that don't suck at singing. Uh, you know, I'm sure the bard plays for everyone. Does the bard for everyone? I totally rock out. All right, well, give me a performance. Uh, one second. Sorry, I didn't bring my dice, so I have to use a... You're fine. Anyways. I got a 18. Sure. Yeah. So you uh, you make you perform a, a wonderful ballad-like retelling of the battle you had with the lizard folk Khan and his uh, champions. Nice. That's uh, why she didn't fight. She had to watch and take notes. Right, right. Yeah, yeah, of course. Um... <laughs> So, you know, that's really moving and people are chanting and cheering and, you know, singing you guys' names. Uh, you know, the, the, eventually, though, the party begins to wind down and poke we doesn't. Um, this culminates in the inevitable, which is the barbarian runs out of things to drink. Berserker rages or barbarian rages and then starts <laughs> breaking shit to show how strong he is. Oh, no. <laughs> 
What's the biggest thing that I can try to lift above my head and snap in half? <laughs> Koo, I want you to give me three strength saving throws. Great. Uh, is 16. Okay. Uh, 15. Okay. And 19. All right. Now give me two more. One with disadvantage right. and one with advantage. You can do them okay. in whatever order you want. Uh, let's do disadvantage first. Um, 16. Okay. And oof. Uh, advantage is 13. All right. But, yeah. So when this sort of pivotal moment happens, you guys kind of hear, like, Pahukui's battle cry, and so most of you probably look. Uh, and you can see that he's dropped his glaive and he's picked up one of the empty kegs and is like trying to pull it apart like an egg does and gets like covered in a, in a nice uh, thin layer of wine and sort of war cries yes. and goes and like breaks a door with his bare hands and then like points at one of the militia groups that are, that are like four or five spearmen and he's like pointing at them and yelling they walk over and he takes all four of their spears and breaks them over his knee uh and then yes looks at a stone church and just starts just starts climbing it he just starts climbing it like like he's really cool uh and then standing on top of the church passes out and falls off the roof <laughs> oh man, you just made me pull a fucking Dewey Cox. Yeah, uh, you take ten points of bludgeoning damage and are unconscious. Okay, um, I get resistance to bludgeoning for having uh, barbarian rage going. Yep. So, so is it yeah, five yeah. points? Yeah. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that was amazing. <laughs> I conquered all of the things except <laughs> gravity. Um, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, try and get into his pack and at least like sort of take his tent out and just cover him with the tarp from it. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you just put flail a tarp over top of me. Like it's good enough. Yeah, that's that's fine. I don't want you to get rained on or anything. We haven't <laughs> checked the weather in a while. There's there's a lot of trees. Perfect. I want it noted that I sang some really body songs. Like, yeah. Gotcha. That's that's about. You said what kind of songs? Like, uh, body, like, like, dirty drinking songs. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I just want to make sure. Yeah, body. Yep. I just I heard gaudy, and I was like, I've oh. never heard of how you like what kind of song you describe as gaudy but yeah yeah no no i mean obviously this sort of ragamuffin you know would be militia are all about this kind of sort of you know crasser humor and lap that shit up oh they probably loved me oh I yeah they did oh no they were cheering you on the whole time except for maybe the guards that you broke the spears of they're probably pretty pretty bothered do you hear that? Ask Lauren. <laughs> Does my business plan get met with equal excitement? 
uh, like one guy asks what you're doing at some point, and when you explain it, they're like, "Right, cool, birds," and then just walks away. <laughs> we'll see. You've got to send dolphins. Messenger dolphins are far more reliable. Uh, but you were all offered to to stay the night in one of the vacant residences. Um, do you try and drag Pahokwe in there? Nah. He's why he's covered up. <laughs> My muscles are too much for them to carry. <laughs> uh, all right, You're just so like sleep talking, right? And still break. <laughs> <laughs> too bulky. Just lips. bragging in my sleep. Uh, no. Got the biggest biceps in this town. <laughs> the size of a house. <laughs> All right, so I that does you all, happen. You all go to bed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cool. All right, it's a totally peaceful night. Nothing. The the you don't wake up to the town being raised or anything crazy. Um, Good. Although it is gently raining in the morning, and Pohokwi is probably woken up before everyone else. Right as the sun begins to come up, uh, still quite dreary out, not very bright. And uh, you, you you seem to be in a canvas sack of some kind. Great. <laughs> uh, I'm going to wrap the... I'm going to, like, groggily get up with the canvas sack like it's a fucking cloak around me. Uh-huh. And just go and hang out with my ram in the stables and, like, in a very tired post-drinking night fashion just like yeah. sleep on him some yeah, more yeah. No, you're 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 suffering the first two stages of exhaustion okay <laughs> <laughs> amazing who hasn't been there before though <laughs> all right so you uh you you find your javelin uh, sorry your glaive along the way to the stable it is it had been at some point discarded uh, it's like just sticking the whole blade deep into the ground. Okay. I'll bring it with me. Uh, make a strength check to see if you can pull it out. Okay. <laughs> and remember, you have the second stage um, of exhaustion, so you're doing this with yeah. disadvantage. Um, I, I got a 20. You got a 20 on both? I got a 20 on the first one. Okay. Uh, second one was strength check um, 17. Alright. So you struggle for a moment. Like you you like lazily put your hand on it to just like drag it with you and it resists. And then you're like, oh, fuck no. And you put a second <laughs> hand and pull it out. <laughs> not, not, not today. But yeah, you end up in the stable with your ram, who is still pretty groggy with the morning, but is like, oh, whatever, man. How you doing? Yeah. So the rest of the party, I assume, comes to their senses at some point, well-rested. Mm-hmm. Yep. yep. Get up and go out to the stable and get my, get my horse. Does anyone not do that? Um, no, I'll join. 
head out and kind of look around. You'll find me sleeping with my fucking ram in there with a, my fucking tent tarp around me. Yep. <laughs> Alright, so you guys all end up in the stable. For, for four sale signs for good locations for a, a post office before I go to the stable. Um, okay. You You don't see any. I love that you've committed to this. Yeah, me too. I'm just like this town is vacant with, of people. You're like, now's the time for real estate. <laughs> the it's town has been evacuated. Estate. Now I now it's time to prime property. <laughs> okay, so uh, you guys are all in the stables. You find Bohokwi in a groggy state at best. And I assume you all set out southbound. Yep. Yep. South down the road. All right. Yep, I'll get onto my ram and pull my wear up over my head a little bit so I can hide the sun. Okay. You all carry on. Uh, Pahokwi, give me a constitution save. Uh, 22. Okay, you feel the need to throw up because of, you know, yeah. writing. But uh, you, 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 you keep yourself centered. <laughs> okay, so nothing of consequence happens. It's uh, I believe I said it was like two days travel from the inn to that uh, alto. So obviously it's a two-day travel on the way back. Mm-hmm. Sounds right. Uh, do you guys push through the night or and try and do it in like you know a day and a half or less, or do you uh, move at regular pace? Well, our what? friend is looking kind of rough, so we should probably rest for the night. Yeah. I don't know. yeah. How, do you, how do you feel about three stages of exhaustion? <laughs> don't you uh, die at three? No. When do you no. die? You die five. at six. Oh, oh. fine. But no, no, we should rest. Yeah, if we if we could just take take a night, that that would be great. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, can we get up? Yeah, you can take five stages of exhaustion, and then the sixth one kills you. All right. So, uh, you guys camp out. Any particular special rituals, or just you guys camp out just off the road? Um, I'm going to ask Karak if he can do his, his fancy thing and tell me what the weather will be like tomorrow. Yeah. Druidcraft. Okay. What's um, the weather going to be? <laughs> so the the drizzle and uh, gentle rain of today is indeed foreboding, for tomorrow is going to be quite the storm. Probably oh. won't feel it through all the trees, but you'll feel the wet for sure. All right. My uh, Druidcraft produces a little uh, storm cloud. Mm-hmm. And uh, I look at uh, Nellis and I go, it's, uh, it's going to rain. Awesome. Is this what it takes for Nellis to like take his armor off and just like ride bareback for a day? <laughs> Probably. <laughs> uh, Pahokui, hearing that, groggily takes his fucking tent tarp and starts to try to set up his tent. Okay. <laughs> Do you need some help there, buddy? 
I got it. Okay. All right. So you guys set up camp. It's a completely normal night. Uh, but but definitely like early evening going into the night. There's like a notable moment where the rain is just no longer a fucking drizzle. It's coming down pretty hard. Typical camp out. Yep. Oh. <laughs> Could have had birds go out in this weather. You're going to have to rename the Ragnarok campaign to this. <laughs> <laughs> uh, okay, so, but nothing happens. You guys aren't attacked or anything, so. It's another peaceful night-ish. Sometimes it's just a peaceful day. Yeah. It's never just a peaceful day. <laughs> well, I mean, it's not. The fucking sky opened up and peed on the whole forest, so... Uh, you know, you guys probably have that to deal with for the whole damn day. Nothing's gonna get dry. Nope. Yeah. It's perfect. Reminds At least me it's home. washing the wine out of my fur. Right. Oh, God, you were probably so sticky. Yeah, I have white fur. Do you know how, like, awful this is? That's so gross. I probably look like I just killed a man very recently. Not just recently. But was made out of fermented grapes. Yeah, I probably killed, like, a purple guy. (laughs) All right. So, you guys travel for the day, I presume. Mm-hmm. Yes. Totally yes. normal day. Oh, you've lost both stages of exhaustion. Bogue, you're Fantastic. But you guys arrive to the, the, the big three-way intersection about halfway through the day. It's still pouring. Uh, but, it, you know, it's not like the wind's not whipping at you while it does that. And uh, it's pretty obvious to see the uh, the the other side of the T interaction interaction intersection uh, from you all is uh, so to the south is a uh, is a large uh, sort of manufactured clearing that has several hundred people staying in it. You think those are them? Yeah, Nalus, I'm pretty certain that's them. Okay. I don't know. Maybe they just all like to camp together. Who knows? I love your optimism. (laughs) Just 300 friends having a camping trip. In the rain. Sometimes that happens. (laughs) Who would do that? That's stupid. Right? (laughs) Right? Bunch of fucking idiots. Probably like rough house, like a bunch of of young hooligans or something. Anyway, so how do you guys want to approach this camp? I'll just walk up and be like, "Hey, do you all uh, did you all live in um, Alto Tas?" Uh, a slew of a couple of people approach you and like give you a weird like, "Yeah, are you from there?" Sort of. We. we... We just came from there. Like, the whole lizard folk problem, that's gone. You can go home and go back to doing what you do. Uh, a pretty large majority of them sort of seem to pipe up at that. You know, the guy you told turns around and yells it to the camp that, you know, we can go home. It's safe now. And, uh, you know, 
much to no one's surprise, uh, everyone wants to get the fuck out of the rain, and that's achieved by getting home. So it's quite the immediate hustle and bustle of uh, of people getting themselves together and leaving. Right, I'll help them load up and stuff. Uh, this is right next to the inn, right? Yeah, it's across the road. I mean, and this is like a pretty sizable road, so as like a measure, it's probably like a four-lane highway in in width. Okay. I'm gonna I'm gonna go there. Okay, you go into the tavern. Are you gonna drink some more? No. <laughs> uh, I look for the innkeeper. Um, do I see her or yeah. him? Okay. Um, I want. I go up to them and I'm like, I, "Do you have eggs?" They sort of give you a weird look, but yes, we have eggs. Great. Do you have three dozen? They sort of give you like a like, "Are you fucking with me?" Look, uh, and then sort of assess that you're not. <laughs> <laughs> and they go, uh, "Yes, sir. That'll that'll be that'll be four silver." I drop uh, four. I'll, I'll I drop uh, six silver in their hand. Okay. Give me three dozen eggs. C- cooked, sir? No, just the eggs. Oh, they you're a monster. Go, oh, okay, <laughs> just like take your money and go and fetch three dozen eggs. <laughs> Great. Um, once they bring it to me. I'll sit down at a table in the inn and start eating all three dozen eggs. Okay. Do you take the shells off? Yes. Oh, okay. He's not a savage. <laughs> yeah, Jesus. <laughs> After which I do a hundred push-ups. Okay. Does what is everyone else doing during this ritual? I mean, I'm helping the people like load up their their caravans and stuff. Okay. I'm going to take off my chainmail for a little while and just kind of like lay down on Chesapeake's back and enjoy the rain. I'm finding the most influential person that I can to talk about how they could have gone home immediately or almost immediately had their town been able to send some kind of quicker message to them in the form of, I don't know, a, a flying creature that could hold a parchment in its claw. Are pigeons even that fast? Faster than us lugging around the drunken Pahokwe. I mean, you didn't hey, I'm not drunk anymore. Put them on a ram, like, like I'll, I'll, I'll back up your argument that a messenger pigeon or bird of some kind might have gotten here a little sooner, but not that much sooner. I dispute that anybody dragged me onto anything because I did that with my own immense strength. <laughs> Indeed. I saw it, kind of. So, you find, uh, you want to give me, like, an insight or an investigation check to see if you can find people of influence? Yes. Uh, let's do... Try investigation or... No, yeah, insight. That's a good one. <laughs> 17. Alright, so you find, uh, one of the people who regards himself as a banker for the town. Hmm. And uh, so you tell him about your plan and he sort of seems to, you know, think about it and go, 
uh, sorry, did you include that the town is being governed by or is under is under fealty to the capital? No, because that's not important in my business plan. I okay. just I care about just the real estate and the price of bird training and bird food. He says that he can look into that, but doesn't know if it's financially viable right now. The town's going to be in shambles for a few months trying to rebuild whatever was lost. And how else are they going to send for their orders of things that they need to replenish in their town? He stops you and asks, are you a bird trainer? What do you, what do you gain from this? Knowledge that I helped the town become as good as it could be in towning. And free real estate. And free real estate and maybe a cut of all proceeds. <laughs> he sort of waves his hand at you and goes, it sounds like a fine enough idea. Come back to me next spring when everything settles down. It's summer right now. All right. All right. Uh, okay. So, I mean, it, it's going to be most of the day to pack up this, you know, several right. hundred people. So, do you guys take the whole day here or what? I mean, they seem to be on their way, and we're done what we're supposed to do. Yeah. Uh, I guess we should go back we... and get another contract, don't we? Yeah, I'm ready to go back and get another contract whenever everyone else is. <sighs> oh, man. Oh, Chesapeake's armor's done. Yeah. Also, we haven't got asked about, like, maybe there's a reward back in the town from the guy now that we've completed this little mini quest. I mean, the reward was he was going to sign the contract. Aw, oh, man. At least give us, like, a gray item knife. God damn it. <laughs> oh, you're playing, you're playing fucking WoW again during session. God damn it. I'm literally flying in circles just so in between you talking, I have, like, something visually going on. Gotcha. Alright, um... So, so, back to the capital? Yeah, like, what, what time throughout the day do you guys leave? Like, once Pokey comes out smelling of egg, do you guys go? Or... <laughs> hey, man, there's a, there's a while, like, if you get, depending on how long you guys take, I might take a bath, because I have soap. I vote after Pahokui takes a bath. <laughs> yes, please. All right. I'm going to take a bath. Uh, you could just stand outside. It's wonderful. <laughs> Can I ask create food water to uh, create uh, 30 gallons of water over Bahoku's head? Do you do that inside the tavern? No. <laughs> okay, because he's in the tavern. Yeah. You can just create water? What? Yeah. Yes. That's amazing. Oh. 30 we gallons a day. Keep knowledge in the little aquarium. Where do you get this beer from? The, the, the beer jug. Well, I, I can also make uh, fresh or salt water out of the alchemy jug, but that that is for beer. <laughs> yeah, obviously it's for beer. 
like that's yeah. not even in question. No, yeah. yeah what you really gotta... should have asked for was like, do you have an endless keg to yeah. sell? <laughs> is, I mean, and how can we just cool? Rare situation. Sounds but... amazing. Anase for some reason, like it, it can also make acid and poison and yeah. wow, water that's pretty nifty. If you drink enough I'm... beer, it's like poison. <laughs> the next morning, it's like acid. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Bahogui's clean at some point. Oh yeah, dude, I use that fucking soap, Dracon. I know you the do soap that I bought. It that's planning pieces. ahead. Before you need to buy a new bar. Okay. Actually, I believe I have. Um... Oh yeah, I do only have one bar of soap. I thought I bought like six bars of soap. <laughs> That'd be ridiculous. What are you going to do? Put them in like a small egg and beat? I'm going to be really them? clean because I'm a. Fu- I'm not a fucking savage. I got soap too. I don't know. I'm not covered in hair like like you. you yeah, man. I'm covered in hair and like wine. <laughs> Rainwater. I probably have had some egg in my beard. Yeah, like I don't know how I don't have I don't really care how clean of an eater you are. If you eat three dozen eggs, you fucking smell of egg. Like that's yeah. facts. <laughs> um, and then after I take a bath, I do a hundred more push-ups and then go join the rest of the party. Okay, so not so like let's Kate, let's call it like an hour or two later. Um, do you continue to help them, uh, Nara? Uh, yeah, as long as everybody else is, like, busy. Okay. I'm um, gonna hold up the group. Oh. Yeah. Alright, well, you know, a few hours of hard labor, and Pahokui relax, uh, you know, refreshing himself. Nalo's sunbathing. Rain bathing? Rain bathing. Yep. We're calling it rain bathing. Perfect. Uh, <laughs> uh, and, and one failed proposal to make Alto Toss indulge in carrier pigeons. We have two bird people in our party. Like, <laughs> You can't just be like, oh, you can force these pigeons to do whatever you want. That's true. And, and uh, Leonara can talk to birds, I believe. I can. I, they can't talk back to me. But I can talk to them. Would you really want birds to talk back to you, though? Anyway, so no, you guys... what that's gotten us with Necro. I mean, I think Karak's been pretty pleasant. <laughs> that's true. You've you've seen nothing to think the contrary. Yeah. Uh, exactly. He he couldn't harm a hair on a sleeping person's well, chest. Well, he could, and he has. But I'm as far as I know, well, like the enemies <laughs> of yours, he's killed. <laughs> uh, you wouldn't you wouldn't say that to someone that you saw murder lizard folk. I helped. I mean, I know you helped. I'm not saying that you that he did it alone. I'm not saying, an like, innocent person, Ted. Y'all are right. monsters. <laughs> anyway, so you guys saddle up and start making your way east back towards the capital. Uh-huh. Um, not even 15 minutes out, you sort of see in the distance a tiefling wo- uh, woman leaning against a tree, whittling a small piece of wood. Does she look familiar? Yep. Alright. Is it Tiefling from our contract? Well, Damn, we should really learn their names. Didn't I give them to you already? I don't think so. 
Well, there's an assorted number of tiefling women. Well, there's there four, is... there's four sisters specifically. Ooh, that's a lot. Yeah. Now we don't have their names, as far as I know. Yeah, I don't have their names in my notes. Uh, so she sort of hails you all as you come up and begin to pass. Yes. Good afternoon-ish time of day. She gives a warm smile and a little gentle bow. Uh, she has very vi- vibrant teal eyes. Oh, she's one of the nice ones. Okay. What does that mean? I don't know. None of the others have like given us a smile. They just tell us to do stuff or yell at us. Or roll their eyes at my great lines. I mean, when you work for a lich, and then, like, the muscle-bound help is, like, proud, you'd probably be like, yeah, you're so cool. This this guy moves mountains. You know that, right? Yeah. Um, All right. All right. You've got a point. (laughs) Anyway. um, So, after her little bow and smile, she she approaches you all that I have assumed stopped. Yes. Um, She's wearing, like, a, like, this sort of, like, dark leather armor um, and uh, like ox blood color, if you guys are familiar with that. Yeah. Yeah. A long cloak to keep the rain off, but she's not wearing her hood, so you can see her horns prominently. Uh, And she approaches you all and says, it's come to our attention that you've succeeded with your first contract. Is that right? You bet. Yeah, we sure did. My flex a little. She sort of clasps her hands and smiles and goes, that's absolutely wonderful. Good job. I have some things for you all. Some some orders from the capital. Oh. Cool. Fresh orders. Let's hear them. Sorry, one yeah. sec. Uh, okay, so she, um, out of a pretty small pouch, starts dumping large plates of armor on the ground uh, that don't look like they should fit in that pouch. Uh, almost a comedic amount of time later, there is a sizable pile of armor, and she points to it and points to Nullis and says, I believe that's for your crab. Neat. Thank you. Uh, then she brings out like a like a large moonshine jug. That's like a gallon of liquid. And she hoists it over towards Pokwe and says, this is for you. Is this what I think it is? Well, it's from the alchemist, I assume. Yes. <clears throat> I, I kind of hug it. It's warm. Then... Oh, it's so warm. I'm going to hug that alchemist. And she sort of looks at the rest of you and says, Does anyone, did anyone else have anything pending? Um, Check your notes. Don't believe so. I mean, unless you have the stuff to draw more blood from. Yeah. uh, From Vala. (laughs) Uh, That's the only thing that I had. 
pending oh, that you with... needed to donate more blood. Yeah. She goes, well, I always carry that. Oh, creepy. Yeah, well. That's uh, <laughs> I guess. That's fine. All right. Uh, so she produces a empty like needle that feeds into a uh, you know bag like a water skin uh, and then proceeds to drain another donation of blood. Cool. Does that leave me with an exhaustion or anything? It does. Okay. And did anyone else have anything else pending at the town? Nope. I don't think so. Although now I'm kind of wondering if like the alchemist or the the smith or anybody could actually make use of the the strong coral that Chesapeake's current barding is made of. The tiefling woman kind of shrugs and says, "I don't know. I'm not a blacksmith." Mm. Okay. She goes, "Okay. Well." Enjoy your armor, enjoy your whatever that is, and thanks for the blood. And I'll make sure that gets back to who? Oh, the two alchemist brothers. Oh, of uh, of course, of course. Who else would it go to? Oh, silly me. Oh, uh, something for the lot of you. And she grabs out of a, a separate pouch that's a lot more reasonable-sized item coming out of it. A small... Uh, scroll case. And she says, this is the contract for the township that lives on the edge of Lake uh, Felmos. That's your next destination since you're nearby. Alright, I take the contract and then I want to offer her a copy of my business plan and say, this is something I've been working on that uh, you know, if you can get your hands you know, you know, your your hands into you might be able to uh to benefit financially from it. She like looks at it and goes, "Yeah, I'll I'll read it and puts it in her pocket without looking at it." Um, I'd like to. I want to like um, reconfirm that it's important that the blood only go to the two alchemist brothers. She 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 affirms like of course the, the, there's no need for that to go to anyone else. Can can you do me a favor? She nods. Could you take the the coral barding I have to the blacksmith and just just in case they can make use of it? I also don't have a way of carrying this anywhere if I switch her armor. She kind of gives you like a concerned look and looks at her pouch and goes ah. <laughs> I guess you want you fit all of the scale in there. I mean, well, yeah, but I had a lot of time. It's raining out. So, Isn't it wonderful? I'm sure for you. Would all right? Just can you come down and help put it in the bag at least? Of course. I wouldn't just ask you to load up stuff all by yourself. That'd be rude. <laughs> I'd like to do a perception check on her uh, response to me. It would not be perception, it would be insight. Insight, right. That's what I meant. Mm -hmm. Cool. Uh, to see if she was being honest because she's being shady and now I'm like super nervous. Right. So, I got a 12. Okay, in total? Uh, yes. 
um, you get the pretty obvious uh, infer that there's obviously multiple people that you apparently might have business with involving your blood, but you are convinced that you that she is going to deliver it to who you asked to be delivered to. Okay. So. Well, that's that. <laughs> so I'll, I'll go ahead and take a, a moment and unhook Chesapeake's current, you know, coral armor and right. try and fit that into whatever magic bag she had. Yeah, no, it's it's awkward, and you got to like really push to get it in there, but it it goes. Woo. Thank you again. I really appreciate this. I don't know what they can make, but I don't want it to go to waste. She sort of shrugs her shoulders gently and goes, I don't know either. Not a blacksmith, but you all take care. And she just turns to walk away into the woods. All right. Bye. Have fun. Be safe. She doesn't respond after she turns to walk away. I'm now going to refer to her as the nice one. <laughs> Guys, Chesapeake is all shiny now. With the armor on? Huh? Is she going to be able to swim with the armor on? Or are you going to have to? Yes. Like... Okay. It's just some metal. We're Does quite well. Somebody to do to her what I did to the lizard men on the raft. You mean drown the crab? <laughs> did you just Even say that you were concerned that this crab might get drowned? She'll sink to the bottom and then not be able to move ever because it'll be too heavy. Then we can just walk. We're just going to leave that be. It's okay. I don't expect so. furballs to understand the, the delicate physics of crab swimming. <laughs> the delicate physics of underwater poop. <laughs> she still thinks birds are useful for telling messages. They will be. You just don't understand. They can't even swim. They're just birds. What if you gotta tell somebody something underwater? And Grant, I can't tell anybody things above water, but whatever. Why would I need to tell them stuff? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so good. All right. All so, right. Yeah. So go south. <laughs> yeah. So you all head the rest of the day east. You find yourself at the uh, intersection that leads southbound towards Lake Felmas. And I assume go there. It is only a day's travel from that point to Lake Felmas, I believe. Let me check the map. Mm. I said having, you know... That's probably two days. But maybe not. It is your world. Uh, let's, let's call it a day and change. I don't think that's okay. as far as the other intersection is to Alto Toss. Mm. All right, so uh, it's evening. You're over halfway there. Um, any particular whatnots? Um, I mean, are we are we making camp? That's what I'm asking. Yeah. Okay. 
Uh, well, if we're going to make camp, can I can I take a little bit of time? Uh, no. PDF, don't do that. Um, can I take a little bit of time and make and make where is this thing that you told me I was able to make? The you never actually gave me a name for what it is, but it's like I know how to make it and I can drop it in a body of water and like sentient life that lives down there is Oh, yeah, like a like a messenger weight? Yes. But for me it's like a special one, I guess. Well, you'd probably know how to craft it to make it obvious that you're a triton with your message. Okay. Then yes, I want to take a little bit of time and prepare one of those. Sure. I'll uh I'm going to set my tent up. Okay. Uh it's totally fine of a night. Nothing okay. nothing unpleasant. In fact, it even has the common decency to stop raining halfway through the night. Oh. Wow. Oh my god. <laughs> Alright, so you all arrive to the edge of Lake Thomas uh, at a let's say mid mid morning, maybe you know, close to noon. Mm-hmm. And uh, you can see the Lake Thelmas is quite the vast body of water. I mean, you can you can barely see the other side of it if you can at all from the northern end. And you can see that uh, <laughs> dotted around the east and west coasts of Lake Thelmas, there's a series of small ten building or so settlements. And there seems to be a small of boat traffic on the water. Hmm. Interesting. Well, hmm. we've got options, friends. I can throw this little pouch down in there and see uh, see who answers, or we can take a bit and talk to some of the people, I guess, up on this side. Uh, toss a thing. Toss a thing. I want to see what yeah, happens. Yeah, that's cooler. Do, do it. it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. So, yeah. Yeah, do it. And, and take the thing that I prepared last night and just throw it into the water. And, um, I guess wait and see what happens. Well, you probably don't want to throw it into the shallows. Oh, that's fair. All right. Yeah, come so. on now. Let's think about water. <sighs> Everything where I'm from, like, there's not this, this whole shallow section nonsense. Uh, all right, so I'll I'll go ahead and swim on out, and Chesapeake can can come with me so she can enjoy some wet as well. Yeah, uh, and we'll go out to where it's starts getting pretty deep, and I'll just throw it in from there. Yeah, so like over a hundred feet or hundred meters from the yeah. coast. Okay. Um, what did your message say? Uh, hello. My name is Nalos. I'm from the the reef further north out in the sea. Um, and we were told to come down this way by Chet to talk to you, whoever happens to live here. Okay. So while you're out in the water, um, a couple of, uh, specifically like a pair of sort of 
early morning fishers are walking along the coastline up to the rest of the party. They seem to hail you and sort of wave one of their fishing rods as they approach. What do you mean by seem to hail us? Like, Well, it's like lazy, you know? It's, it's not like they, you know, yell good morning or anything like that. They just sort of give like a distinct, like, you know, leisure howdy more than like a formal hail. Okay. I'll informally like give them a, a wave as they approach. Friendly. Not like we're trying too hard. Yeah. I want to try just enough that I'm still cool. Yeah. <laughs> um, so they approach you. Um, do you guys like do anything in response to that? <clears throat> say, uh, it's morning, right? Yeah, like mid morning. I say, uh, good morning. So the two fishermen are both elves, and uh, they in elvish respond with uh, a greeting. And I translate because I don't think anybody else in my party knows elvish. Okay, I do not. So yeah, yeah. So they just they just say, "Good morning." What brings you all to Felmas? Ooh, I intercept this message and I tell them that I am a new businesswoman seeking a, uh, a great opportunity. I uh, <laughs> I rub the bridge of my nose between my eyes. You don't know what I'm talking about because I'm speaking in Elven. That's true. Oh, you were speaking in Elven. I don't do that. So. Uh... <laughs> Yeah, no, the, they continue and look look around back and beside you and go, you don't look like a merchant. What do you sell? What is your trade? Uh, sirs, I sell communication and connecting two people far away into one beautiful conversation. And then I explain. One of the fishermen has already walked away and is putting like a chair on the ground to start fishing. Okay. Well, then I turn to my party and say, eh, and then just turn around and keep going. Keep going where? You guys were standing still waiting for Nalos to come back. Uh, okay, fine. Then I keep waiting for Nalos. Did you ask them about seeing another Triton in the area, Nara? Did they say anything? Uh, no, that did not come up. It didn't come I... up. I go back to the fishermen and have the real conversation, and I ask them about trains. And it's <laughs> exciting or useful is what I'm really looking for. All right, you want to try and give me that a little less giggly because I wasn't able to understand what you were asking. Uh, I I asked them about the tritons and everything else that the the party wanted to know. Yeah. All right. Sure. Uh. They, the fisherman remarks that he heard that uh, on the southeast side, one of those settlements had been dealing with a triton recently, a female woman. A female woman. Yeah, that's what he says. It's probably comes out like a real rustic, like you know, one of them female types of ladies. When did he? <laughs> when were they last seen? Does Leonara translate this? Yeah, yeah, I translate all this back. Um, they say, well, when I heard it was over a week ago, I don't know, she could still be around. 
Did they catch a name? Uh, they would know down that way on the southeast side of the lake, but I didn't ask. Not my business. <laughs> okay, well, thank you, sir. That's very helpful. It's interesting. And it's about this point that Nalos gets back, and the fisherman that's already fishing sort of points to Nalos and in Elvish to his to the other fisherman goes, "Hey, yeah, yeah, yeah. she looks a lot like him." Um, I'm going to tell Nalos that um, we might have a lead on his sister. Um, that's wonderful. Uh, these fish these fishermen say that they saw a female Triton. Um, down in the ask him about it. Yeah, one of the settlements on the southeast. Well, cool. Can you all swim that far? Uh, can, can we swim that far? Uh, no. Okay, I have a I have a solution to this. Uh, I cast water walk on all of us. We can just walk across the lake. What sweet <laughs> I moonwalk. <laughs> Are there rules? Like, do we have to be, like, close uh, to you? So, okay, the, uh, I'll just read it. The spell grants the ability to move across any liquid surface, such as water, acid, mud, snow, quicksand, lava, as if it were harmless, solid ground. Uh, up to ten willing creatures you can see within range grant, uh, gain this ability for the duration, which is one hour. Uh, if you're... If you're... T it's... it's if you target a creature submerged in liquid, the spell carries the target to the surface. So are you casting that on our mounts? Are we about to, like, fucking ride our mounts across the water like a couple of uh, heroes? You know what? I guess yeah. we could go around the lake, but... Nah, we're going over it. Straight lines. <laughs> <laughs> not if Karak has anything to say about it. Nature's <laughs> not going to tell me what to do, where I can go. <laughs> Nature's not the boss of me. All right, yeah. so uh, you can cast it on ten. So just the mounts, or what? Uh, that uh, well, okay. Nalos and uh, uh, Chesapeake don't need it. So uh, the rest of us and our mounts. Okay. So everyone except for oh. Nalos and Chesapeake, yeah. all the mounts, all the players. Gotcha. That's pretty cool. Yeah. That's amazing. <laughs> Look at that. That's how math works out. Yep. Nifty. <laughs> Um, so I don't actually know how my my like message bag thing works. <laughs> well, we didn't go over me, that. Let, 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 let me put it this way to you, because huh? I think you believe this to be some mystical shit, and it's really not. It's okay. As messenger pigeons, and it's no. All right. Nuts. Take your stupid obsession and put it on the back burner for a second, because it's not even that complicated. Imagine that you live in an apartment complex and you live on the 15th floor. Your friend lives on the ground floor, right? And you don't have phones in this situation. Right. What you've done in this scenario is the equivalent to you writing a note, putting a rock in a bag with the note, and then dropping it out your window. Right. So the note hits the, the bed of the lake and at some point, the people that live down there, if anyone lives down there, will find it, take the message, read it, and then come up to the surface to see what it's all about. Okay. So I was not sure like how, how immediate like this response tends to be. Uh, 
I mean, dependent upon the depth of the water, you know, I mean, right. in the ocean, it takes a full day for a message like that to get down yeah. there, get found. And then for, you know, people to come up. Right. But there's usually a ship that's like dropped. Also, it's easy for us to find our way back up there. Right. Okay. Because this is probably going to take only, you know, 15, 15 or less to get to the bottom. Actually, I don't even know what speed a small pouch with a rock in it would submerge, but it would not be a long amount of time. But you might want to tell okay. Karak to belay that water walking yeah. if you guys were going to try and see this come to fruition. Yeah, let's let's wait just a little bit and okay. see if I, I get any responses. Okay. Seeing as I, I assume your water walk spell only lasts for a certain amount of time. I, yeah, I don't want to waste any of that. Just one hour, yeah. Okay. It would be awful if we were riding and then just fell. <laughs> yeah. Yes, it would. And considering yeah. that Lake Felmas is multiple miles long, like it's about a day's travel if you were to travel it. I mean, <laughs> you guys are not going to get to the other fucking side of this lake in an hour. I'm going to tell you that right now. We can at least cut it down by an hour. So me as a player was pretty sure that's how that was going to go. But I'm like, nah, now is it just be like, cool. Let's go, guys. But Anyway, um, we'll wait for like what, like a half hour or so. Yeah, so so you guys wait for a while, and eventually the the fishermen, you know, take a break from fishing and indulge in like some sort of food mm. break. But you know, they're still just camping out and fishing somewhat near your guys where you guys are all waiting. And uh, about an hour ha- passes when um a visible activity at the water's edge begins to occur. Like there's, you know, disturbance on the surface. This might be it guys. Would it be like a perception check for me to go over and take a look? See if I. Yeah. Go ahead and tell what's going on with, um, with advantage. Uh, it's a 14. Uh, what crests the water is the water itself. Um, Why? Medium-sized water elemental breaks the surface and gestures with a watery appendage to the party. And you can hear, you can see sort of like a visage of a face form um, in the water. And it's just, it's very cartoonish and minimal. It's like three tide pools of swirls you know two eyes and a mouth Mm. Uh, but you can hear a very regal tone come from this water elemental as it sort of gestures to you all and goes who dares sends message to the bottom of this fine lake and disturb my slumber you speak to a servant of a great being hi that was me uh, I'll go ahead and Nalos? be speaking in Aquan. Yes, yes. He switches, to, he switches to Aquan to, to uh, match you. What is your purpose for reaching out to me, Nalos? 
Um, well, I had heard there was a chance that my sister had been around here somewhere. And then we've been sent by Chet, who now, I guess, kind of runs most of this forest, to go and double-check how everybody's doing. And maybe see if they're okay with him being in charge. And if they're not, then we're supposed to do stuff to make you be a little more agreeable about that. Uh, I didn't mean to wake you up. I just, I know that's how people normally talk to us, you know, out in the ocean. So I figured it would work about the same here. You are a well-traveled man by the sound of it, Nalos. From what body of water do you hail from, Triton? Uh, I come from a reef just south of the uh, the rainforest in the north. Ah, not too far from here. Yes. Do you have friends in your travels, or do you travel alone? Oh, I have wonderful friends. Uh, these are all of them behind me here, and uh, I'll switch back to common and introduce everybody. Um, um, water could elemental. I have your name, Water Elemental, so I may introduce you as well. The voice sort of chuckles. <laughs> I am not some mere sentient tide pool, young man. Like I said, you speak to a servant. The voice you're hearing is my own, but the body is not. I will introduce oh. myself as a benevolent being, but... My name will only be known to you when you come to my abode. I assume your sister is a true term, and that she is also a triton. Yes. Well then, you might find my home to be a task goal line for more than one reason. If you wait here on the coast, I will bring something for your less water-familiar friends so that they may survive the trip. That would be wonderful. Sometimes I forget that they can't breathe down there as easily. Or I at all. I remarked that this will not come at no cost if you could prepare yourself a small offering in exchange for my audience. It would be appreciated. Do you have a preference for what this offering is? I think that an offering in whatever form it arrives has a message behind itself. I let you make that choice. Farewell, young Nalos. We will meet soon. And with that, the water elemental like falls apart in the water. I just want to say your voice sounded amazing for that character as you echoed. Oh my gosh, yes. Sweet. Perfect. <laughs> All right. So what are we going to give him as an offering, guys? Two gallons of mayonnaise? <laughs> I, have, I have a couple gallons of mayonnaise. <laughs> Maybe not. I don't. I don't think that's gonna go well in water. Hmm. Um. I mean, I have this jar. I can make another one, but it's pretty nice. I take the jar, like my soul jar, off my back. I think a being like that might find interest in it. Hmm. That could be very cool. I think. I think the most, like, impressive thing that I'm kind of carrying around is this this magic stick, the wand of detect poison and disease. I haven't really used it, though. 
Although one of you might be able to make better use of it if we don't want to just like give that away. Oh yeah, I want it. All right, here you go. Yes. Yeah, I don't. I don't have anything better than that super impressive jar. I have that amulet that makes my eyes glow red. <laughs> <laughs> I remember when we got that. Yeah. Work out. I was so salty. <laughs> you got got. How could we have known? Except for all the clues. <laughs> I could have uh, cut him an investment opportunity. <laughs> I don't think water elementals need carrier pigeons. Or probably glowy red eyes. That's true. So, am I gifting him my pot? Well, that's really pretty important. I mean, the thing is, I can make another one of these. How long does it take you? A few hours. Oh, all right. Yeah, That's if you a pretty cool collectible, uh, no item. Do you remember how the elders of the village we were in in the north fixed Nalus and I? Mm-hmm. This jar does that. Oh. Neat. Why didn't you fix us then? I. I couldn't. <laughs> wow. Okay. We'll, we'll work you on want that. the cursed guy to cursed. fix the curse? He can't be. I can't be understood. I, I thought that was understood. <sighs> You're right. right. Okay. Well, thank you, Fahokui. If I can help you making uh, another jar after this, let me know. Oh man, are we about to reenact Ghost with Patrick Crazy? <laughs> <laughs> no, his arms just like. Can't even reach all the way around the Hokui. It's like, it's just I you yet? become my backpack. <laughs> so I'm gonna give him my pot. Okay. I guess we're gonna wait for, uh, for our whatever. transportation. Yeah, whatever the thing is. Yeah. You know, however this guy's going to get us down there, well, it, maybe it's a bubble train. I, I, I can cast water breathing on us, and we can just walk down there. Oh, we could meet them halfway. That'd be pretty cool. <laughs> Underwater carrier pigeons, massive ones, pick us up and fly us. Are you, are you suggesting that there could be a series of, like, stingrays sent between villages carrying... Messages. Yes, I'd be pretty You're welcome. Or seahorses. Seahorses. Seahorses are terrible at going like anywhere. They can't even swim on their own. They just kind of float and hope that the current takes them in the direction they need. Dallas, you keep cutting into my dream, and I want you to know you're accurate now. I'm sorry. I'm just. I'm trying to help you be more informed about what it's like down there. Take. It's, it's a little weird. Well, thank you. So, 
So, what do you want to do, crack? <laughs> oh, we can just wait for him. Okay. He's, he's gonna bring us down there anyway. So yeah, I guess we'll just we'll just chill, and I'll probably just swim back and forth a little bit in the shallows and enjoy that I can take some time to do that again now that we've been away from the river for so long. Yeah, the, uh, the the two fishermen sort of joke <laughs> while you're swimming through the shallows. Uh, they sort of say it to Leonara since they know you can speak Elven. They go, "Hey, tell your swimming friend he's scaring all the fish. If he's gonna keep doing that, he should grab us one or two. <laughs> I tell him. Okay. What would that be, like a, a survival, survival check? that's fine. Okay. Yeah, I'll do a survival check. Try and grab a fish. Uh, 16. Okay. Um, you perform some simple, classic hunting tricks that you, you know, learned by living in the fucking ocean and managed to sort of bind together a small shoal of five or six fish and then you sort of stun them all at the same time and grab them all up. Alright, and I'll just swim over to where the, the fishermen are and be like, here you go guys, have fun. Uh, they're aghast. They're, they're immediately cheer for you and go, and uh, in Elvish again still, uh, turn, you know, to Leonara and go, hey, that's a pretty good trick. He should fish for us sometime. And uh, they paw together a couple of silver coins. <laughs> they offer two silver for the fish. Okay. And I'll just kind of nod and wave and say thank you, even though they probably can't understand me. I mean, they, they, they get that you're thankful and like that translates no matter what you know okay. and uh i don't know okay so you uh you're, you're all done yeah oh um something that i wanted to ask about your sister yes did you ever give me a name uh yes that is belfin And she was arcanely focused, right? Like she, yes. she trained in the magical arts. Yep. So I, that 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 much I thought I remembered correctly. Okay, I spelled that wrong. Other than that, like you have free reign on what you want to do with it. Okay. So uh, another hour or so later, um, a very similar disturbance appears upon the edge of the 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 shoreline. By this point, the two fishermen have left. Um, having sped up their daily catch by five or six fish. Uh, and the same sort of um, appearance comes to the surface, except this time it is manifested as uh, something that you immediately recognize and are probably slightly disturbed by, Nalos. Okay. Uh, you guys, did you guys see the, Cap the, the Pirates of the Caribbean movies? 
Yes. Yeah. Um, yeah. You know, like the Davy Jones crew is like a bunch of humanoids that are like encrusted with uh, all manner of terribleness. Aqu- yeah, like aqua life <laughs> features. Yes. Um, that appear. One of those appears. A person that's like you know got coral growing on them and whatnot. Oh. Um, you know that these are called spar- uh, sea spawn and are often uh, conjurations, uh, servants made by anything as uh, non-threatening to you as like a sea hag that's particularly talented to a something that is impressive, like I don't know, um, a god. Okay. So. So this is just mostly like really unsettling to me that these exist here? Yeah, that that would be the biggest takeaway as your surprise. is You've seen okay. things like this before, but you know, it's not super common. Especially this far inland. You, you, you can infer that the person you're dealing with is clearly quite powerful to be able to make a sea spawn. Mm. Um, um, I'm going to go ahead and shift back and be like, guys, behave yourselves. This whoever lives down here is like pretty strong or at least very powerful in some respect. Okay. Uh, the sea spawn steps forward. Make sure I have this right. I don't want to get this wrong. Yeah. Okay. So the sea spawn steps forward and is is moderately clothed, like it's very mm-hmm. visibly like a humanoid body, and uh, produces from one of the folds of its you know clo- cloth adornments. Uh, it seems to be wearing like almost like a cultist looking robe. You know, it's it's covered with some small insignia and it's, but it's a little tight to the body because mm-hmm. water. And it produces a series of, uh, uh, sorry, just produces one scroll and uh, seems to be reading from it. It's clearly an incantation. Uh, he's casting some sort of spell from this scroll. Does anyone do anything? Uh, I'd like to... See if I can figure out what it spelled is, although I probably already know. Uh, Is that, what is that, Arcana? Arcana, yeah. Got an 11. Um, You can tell that it's a water-breathing spell, but it's cast at a higher level. Okay. You're not sure how high of a level, but a much higher level. Better than I can do. Um... Everyone, you feel yourself being affected by a spell. Does anyone resist it? No. Uh, nope. Am I being affected? Uh, no. Okay. <laughs> I was like, wait a minute. Slightly meta, I, but respectable question. Uh, okay. So you guys are all affected by a water-breathing spell. Um, and you're familiar with how long it's going to last. It's going to last over a day. Mm-hmm. Cool. Does it? I mean, I guess I will know. What? Okay. I was wondering if it means we can only breathe water for a day. No, 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 no. Okay. All right. So you guys can 
breathe in water for over a day. Cool. And cool. With that, the sea spawn bows like a like almost like a like a house butler, mm-hmm. uh, and then proceeds to turn around and swim back into the water. So I guess we just follow him. All right. I assume everyone other than Nalos leaves their mounts behind. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So you guys start swimming after this sea spawn, and it seems to be going di- like deep very quickly. Um, I'm sure I just look like a fucking toupee swimming <laughs> underneath the water with all my shaggy ass fur. Right. But uh, you guys swim for what feels like hours. Uh, when you finally arrive to oh, it what in the distance is like almost look like um, you okay? So, no, but that uh, adjusting your laptop, Lauren was was really loud. Sorry, you're fine. I just had to. I was worried that like time down. She dropped it. So. In, uh, after quite the amount of time, um, bioluminescence starts to do a little bit of work. I mean, you guys are somewhat deep at this point. I mean, probably a hundred or so feet from the surface or more. Um, but you can still see the surface. It's not like you're miles deep. It's just a lake. Mm-hmm. Uh, but in the distance, you can see a small dome made out of shaped coral. This looks very Triton architecture, actually. Hmm. And you can see that it has a, a singular uh, portal to walk through where the water seems to respect the threshold and simply stop. Weird. What do you say? Weird. Mm-hmm. Uh, the sea spawn stops early and just like, like, like a flounder just like puts its belly to the sand of the bottom of the lake and then just like bury buries itself into the sand. Thanks for showing us the way. It doesn't respond. I didn't expect it to, but that you thing know, was gotta weird. be polite. All right. So you all can walk in or I swim into this structure. Yeah. I do that. Okay, so um, you all fall in and then proceed to fall about 80 feet, although you feel yourself falling at a slower speed than normal uh, and are able to sort of take in the the majesty of this very much, much, much larger dome room. Uh, and so what you saw before you came in was clearly like, like the observatory cap to a large tower-like structure. Um, sorry, not a lot, not a big distance. It's only like 15 feet. Uh, and you fall onto a large collection of throw pillows. You're oh. in some sort of foyer room. Uh, there's, you know, a small table, a couple of chairs. Everything ra- seems rather ornate, however, uh, and gilded including the pillows you rest on. You can look at them and go, wow, the, these these pillows have like gold lacing in them. This is fancy as shit. Some classy stuff. 
uh, and you can see that there is a actual human um, sort of standing maybe a few feet away from you, uh, from the edge of the throw pillows that you all fought, fell, fallen? fell into from the portal. Uh, and he sort of bows and goes, uh, in, in common goes, the master is expecting you all. Could I interest you in something to freshen you up outside of drying your clothes, which he sort of waves his hands and all of your clothes become dry? Um, I mean, I don't need anything. I don't know about the rest of my friends here, though. I'm just glad to not be in water. Yeah, I'm fine. <laughs> I'm good. Yep. Very good. Please, follow me this way. He sort of shows you to the other side of the circular room. It clearly goes to a ten-foot-wide spiral staircase leading downstairs. Cool. Um, so you follow him down the stairs. Uh, Chesapeake is unable to follow. She just can't get down the stairs. Yeah, she's just kind of chilling in the room with the pillows. Okay. So you all go down a level, and you can see it's like a larder of some sort. Uh, the stairs continue, but there's like a break in the stairs where you could like walk off onto that level. Mm. Um, you're getting the impression that the architecture of this building is like a column. You know, like a 30-foot wide, 40-foot wide column that has multiple layers to it. And each layer has a function and a purpose. Makes sense. It's a solid design scheme. Yep. Uh, the second layer is a large study slash library. There's multiple um, shelves and bookcases uh, and a small um, like fire pit in the middle that hosts a very modest fire that seems to be there for more ambience purposes than anything else. But uh, Nalas, you smell something familiar. It's a fragrance that you remember. It reminds you of your childhood. Okay. Uh, and there, uh, on the next floor, you, the party is combated with a pair of um, people. Well, not people. One's a dragon. But oh. the other is a triton woman. Hmm. It's your sister. She seems to be sitting there next to a adult black dragon oh. reading something from some sort of book in her hands as she sits in a rather comfy looking chair. And as she looks up and looks past everyone else in the party, locks eyes with Nala's and almost drops the book with a smile so wide. And as she stands up and yells to greet you with open arms in Aquian, we're going to roll credits for the night. Okay. Uh, <laughs> yay. So, I hope you all enjoyed tonight's session. I have been, as always, your dungeon master and host, Kenny. We had our uh, brother now found sister whole again. Hey, this is Nick. Uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, the barbarian who is, in fact, too damn strong for his own good. Hey, it's Pahokwe. See you next week. The rogue who is really just, you know, got to find the right investor to make this business idea work. Listen, man, it's going to make millions, I'll tell you. <laughs> the druid who is like, 
yo, we could totally cross this lake in time. Don't tell them I'll get by because I can fly. (laughs) (laughs) Hey, it's Lauren. It's been fun. See you next time. You're not a druid, Lauren. Oh, I'm sorry. (laughs) I heard fly. I can fly. Yeah, but then there's the guy that was born with wings. Yes. Um, whatever. <laughs> uh, this is Clay. I'll see you next time. Uh, the bard who was damn sure to get a song out of a fight that they weren't there for. Hey, it's Lauren. See you next time. Good night, everybody. Hi. I got everyone, right? Yeah. Yes. I think so. Cool. We're leaving this in. <laughs> Bye.